Hello, welcome back to New Rockstar's Debrief. I'm Eric Voss. Joining me today are Philip Molina. Hi, this is <laughs> this is my voice. Yes. Really happy to be here. Wait, no, that's not my voice. It's similar. Oh. Whose voice is that? That's Maud Garrett. Hi, I'm Maud Garrett, and I'm back, bitches. Welcome back. It's great to have you back. And we're going to be talking about some Marvel movies on this episode, a new Walking Dead spinoff that's in the works, uh, an Edge of Tomorrow sequel. Slick, uh, Devin. Remember that great movie <laughs> with Tom Cruise? Yeah, we just had a little uh, hand power. reach across I was having a Jean Grey moment, but yes, fine, take that away from me. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you're having a busy week, by the way, and you don't have time to sit down on your laptop and watch this whole thing, you could be listening to the podcast version right now and be very confused about what just happened. That's true. Uh, because there was a X-rated uh, prop on the table and Devin <laughs> had to save us uh, and take it off, off the table. Uh, so you can listen all about it still on the Himalaya app. Uh, it's a great place to get your podcast. Himalaya is actually helping us support this direct show and yes. make it. Uh, or you could listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Any, anywhere you get your pod- uh, podcast. Uh, and you, you can do now. it while your podcast. Uh, and uh, you could do it while you're partying or potting or anything. You could just be listening to us right now. That all sounds great. Let's get started with our lead story. Uh, This whole idea of what comes next in the Marvel Cinematic Universe beyond Avengers Endgame, beyond Spider-Man Far From Home. Right now, we got Captain Marvel coming out. Has Uh anyone else seen Captain Marvel? Um, so Maud's seen Captain Marvel and Erica and I have not, and she's been rubbing it in our face. <laughs> okay. So here's a little thing. Every time you mention Captain Marvel and I don't like what you're going to say, I can drop a spoiler. <laughs> okay, well, don't do that. Well, maybe compliment, for your own, compliment for your me then. Say something nice then. Say something I want to hear. You're uh, very controlling. Goose is <laughs> Goose is called Goose and not Chewie, which is originally in the comics because they're doing a Top Gun theme. Huh. Keep wow. going. I feel I don't know. Major now, FOMO. I, I do want to know these <laughs> things actually kind of now. Mod, you're I don't like your sweatshirt. <gasps> She's not gonna do another spoiler. There's someone no, don't. who's not a good actor in the film. <gasps> Is it, it the an cat? animal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both have things against cats. All right, Eric, what's going on with that? Well, I, with here this? we go. So uh, after Captain Marvel, of course, is Avengers Endgame, and that's going to be a major game changer in lots of ways in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so much that Kevin Feige doesn't want to tell us what comes next, for good reason, probably. And then after that comes Spider-Man Far From Home. That's really all we know, and some people are saying that might be too much of a spoiler just by knowing that Spider-Man and Nick Fury come back mm, in, in a, a story that's set after mm. Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Some people are saying that's too much to know. So you can understand why he doesn't want to know, uh, want us to know more than that. Well, right now, if you look at the Disney lineup schedule for the next couple of years, currently in May of 2020, they have listed untitled Marvel film. They have to because they're trying not to spoil. It's great. I love it. And they just want to hold the slot. But what they is that? Normally like? by now, they have filled that slot and then told us. They but tell us everything. Normally There's by a trailer. now, we <laughs> haven't had a moment like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, podcast listeners, that was a snap. <laughs> Yes. There you go. <laughs> a, a, a tiny we'll little necklace. We'll yeah. post. Louder, you have please. no soul, so you can't snap. I guess. How did you know? <laughs> I didn't like hearing that. There are four cats that play goose. Oh. <laughs> but only one survived. Behind the scenes spoilers. Four cat center. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, here's the deal. That May 2020 movie was going to be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Of course, all that controversy happened. They had to move it back. There were scheduling issues. Mm-hmm. All the stars in that movie have other projects that they're working on. They had to line it all up. And they have to find a new director, right? Ooh. So that's that's Well, and Kim Feige just straight up said, you know, we're kind of focusing on other stuff right now. Right. So that's been shelved. It's been pushed back. But some other contenders of what that May 2020 movie could be, some announced movies that they said for Phase 4, a Black Widow solo f- a film. I like that. Uh, Black Panther 2. It sounds that. like they got to have a Black Panther 2. That made so much money. And Doctor Strange 2 has been confirmed to happen. And got three Academy Awards. Are you kidding me? A Black Panther, yeah. Thank you. Is that the most winning Marvel? That's only Marvel film yeah. to have won an Oscar. <laughs> Three. Um, I think another previous movie may have gotten. Maybe. Like oh, Doctor Strange was nominated for visual effects, but uh, didn't, didn't get win. It. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we have those three Black Panther sequel, Doctor Strange 2, and a Black Widow movie. But as far as we know, none of these movies are currently in production. They've That's been announced, the movies crazy detail. Written. They haven't started shooting yet. Like, again, May 2020 is in a year. Right, right, and th- and they're not shooting a Marvel movie yet, as far as we know. Yeah, on average, in most big budget movies, you need two months to uh, do principal production on it. That's not counting reshoots, which every major movie goes through, and post production, which takes probably the bulk of the amount yeah. of time on these yeah. movies. These yeah. movies yeah. have a, a, a number of visual effects. I believe most of the movie does require substantial. So I don't think they can do it. 
Yeah. Well, the reason I think they've locked this down is it's a prime weekend for movie releases. Uh, pretty much for the past several years, they've had that first weekend in May. They've even started to get a jump on it and release the past two Avengers movies, or Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, moved it mm -hmm. up to the last weekend in April, so they can get kind of a two-week bump out of that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then no one will really compete with them that second weekend because it's still going to be a popular movie. This will be, of May 2020, 10 months since the last Marvel movie, which will be Far From Home coming out this July, um, and that will be a long amount of time. I'm about it. Right. It's you a, a long take a break. I got to stretch it out a bit. Yeah, I got to yeah. I got to take a breather. Really, I see this as there's two different ways this could go, and both are pretty interesting. Either we're gonna have a long amount of time, a long like um, hibernation between Marvel movies, or at least longer than usual for them, because really, at most, we see maybe eight months between. I mean, I but, think between but eight I mean. If they scrap the date and they end up saying, you know what, we don't, we're not going to yeah. put a movie there because we don't have one in production, then you're talking about a really long time. It could be time. like a year yeah. and a half or something yeah. like that, which is a very long time. Um, so that's one option. Or the other option, which I think is also very interesting, maybe something is in production and somehow using Disney and Marvel's resources, they're keeping it hidden from us. Ooh. They're keeping it under wraps. I don't know how they would do it because these are Herculean efforts to get these movies out involving thousands of people from uh, PAs to set people from different um, people's agents who have to mm -hmm. know if they're working on things. And then they put it on IMDb straight away? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you would think there would have been a leak if something is in production. Or maybe something's in pre-production, right? Like, they were able to keep a lot of things about Far From Home a secret when we knew that movie was happening and they were shooting all over Europe, you know? So th there are ways you can keep things under lid. Um, but Aquaman filmed all in Australia. No one was really talking underwater, about that. Underwater, even. Yeah. <laughs> That's when no one noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. It looked out and was like, oh, it's a nice day again. Great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whole movie's being shot. <laughs> I don't buy that Australian accent. So <laughs> what do we think? What do we, which way do we think this is going? What do you think they're not telling us? Um, I have a theory. They're pivoting away from movies because a little thing called Disney Plus is happening. And well, they and are our, our off-screen producer do... had the same theory. Oh, yeah, there you go. Hey, yeah, we're on the same page with that one. Because when you think about it, we've got how many Star Wars shows? We've got how many Disney shows? Um, yeah. And the Disney, the talent that they've got already, like with Marvel, um, right, right. Loki, Tim, Which Tom. We get the Tom, Loki series. Well, we got Tom the, Hiddleston, not Tim the Falcon. Uh, <laughs> Falcon Winter Soldier has a duo series that's right. coming out. The Howard the Duck saga. They're moving Howard to the small <laughs> screen. Yeah. yeah. They've yeah. got to take on well, Netflix. They and Netflix are, isn't in cinnamon, cinemas. Yeah, uh, sometimes I do that too, where I can't remember if it's cinnamon or cinnamon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're I both didn't like, oh, oh, I didn't like hearing that. Let it me think of a good thing cinnamon. to tell you about. Oh, that um, uh, Inf Infinity War uh, Endgame was filmed before Captain Marvel. Interesting. Uh, just to recap for everyone, Mod is... Uh, Every time you say something I don't like hearing, well, it's I'm And it's getting Captain really loose on to what she won't like, and it's getting really loose as to what a spoiler means. Ooh, I can make a, like an 18-minute video about the Most, fact that, that well, because, those movies are shot in that order. Because a lot of people are watching, I'm not <laughs> yeah. heart and soulless. I'm obviously saying things that are available yes. on, on the internet, and the information is just there if you look for it. But if you look at our comment sections, those constitute spoilers, according to some people. You told me this movie's happening <laughs> that so I could have nice found out through Google. That's all, all this Spoiler. comes down to just being a little nice mm. to me, and that's something that you're struggling with. So it's I'm gonna I'm gonna use power as knowledge. <laughs> knowledge is power. Uh, real quick though, on on this topic of what they could be hiding from us, I do want to acknowledge that it's not like they don't do that. Uh, what's his face? Brian Michael Bendis has been like kind of leaking publicly that he's got something that they're working on with Marvel. And he's just like not allowed to say what. But that's a whole movie by one of the most uh, famous creators in comics that we don't know anything about. I mean, I guess there's some theories about who it could be about. There's like a Kitty Pride idea that maybe oh, yeah, you were yeah. saying that it, that it could be. Um, and he, but the, what's crazy about that is he's like, oh, I've got this whole Marvel movie coming. It's related to the X-Men. He's like, it's definitely happening. And yet we know the Disney Fox merger is coming. So mm. is he actually talking about a phase four X-Men movie and he's just kind of casually throwing it out there? Like there's these huge things that they just know all these answers to and, and we don't like mom yeah. yes. could could a long enough delay spoil some of the not spoil in the way we've been using it but kind of lessen the enthusiasm for properties the way that some have said game of thrones season eight they're right. maybe a little less excited about because they've had to wait yes over a year no. and a half i think we've had oversaturation quite considerably i think that's why they're pushing back the star wars stuff because they just will wham bam so hard with that um i think that they are telling such a great story and then once the arc is there it's like let that story kind of wash over you mm. so that when this merger does happen we can tell whole new 
stories and kind of like really separate that gap in the meantime the television side of it all um and i think you know the fact that this story is so controversial in you know who lives and who doesn't ever come back the fact that we did hear far from home that spidey's back for me it was just like wind out of my sails it was like Mm -hmm. well all right cool that one's taken care of and that was the one that hit most people the hardest i think they're keeping mum on a lot of things just so that you that end game can be at its full potential it can be the most purest form yeah but it also sounds like you're you're thinking that they are going to take a long break and maybe maybe even scrap the may 2020 date and then we'll all have to find lives and new jobs, honestly. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, this might, maybe his big announce, because I think what we're waiting for is for Endgame to come out, obviously. And it yeah. sounds like a month later, Kevin Feige's going to go up on a big stage somewhere and put up a big schedule calendar list. And that'll Burning be Man. Like, And we're going to have to make like 80 <laughs> videos out of that to yeah. stay alive. Because <laughs> I, I think hopefully that announcement will be a big exciting moment uh maybe you'll have a trailer ready or just the announcement of the streaming series maybe these streaming series will be even bigger events than what we're talking about them maybe one of these streaming series will actually be a movie and they've been calling it a streaming series in order to or like keep a, a little like a trilogy or something like the original it for television that was a two-night event or yeah something. yeah that'd be awesome uh just a reminder this show is a debrief and we just uh interview each other and catch each other up on the news of the week this one was a little weird because it was a realization we had about something we don't know we realized hey nobody knows anything that's shooting right now wouldn't we know by now does that mean we're about to have a huge gap so the news story you just got caught up on was that we don't know something yeah. but it's right. kind of a big deal um you know what's going to happen though d23 I think that right. Disney's going to hold event. all of the. They're not even doing Comic Con, really. They're making mm-hmm. D23 mm-hmm. their own. They have their own Comic Con. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's when we're going to get all our answers. We just have to be patient, young Padua. Mm, Speaking of answers, I think it's time <gasps> to ask for questions. Trivia. Right. So, our trivia question. Yeah. So, uh, we're moving on to this week's trivia question. Mod's going to ask it for us. As always, the uh, loser will have to draw from the gift of shame. Do Reminder that uh, Devin set up a soundboard. I don't know if he's ready to use it this week, but Devin, you got a sound for trivia? Uncertain boom. Weird. It sounds like Devin's voice saying boom (laughs) with a question mark on brand. Yeah, it kind of sounds like he might have forgot to set up the soundboard. (laughs) We've had a lot of going, lot going on behind the scenes. Been a busy day. How about we just uh, smoke and mirrors with this trivia question? Then let's do it. Which MCU film shot under the secret title of Summer? Of George. All of our answers are here in the bucket. As always, we'll reveal the answer later in this episode. Uh, but for now, we're going to move right on to some other news that came out this week. Philip, you were talking about this. What have you heard? Ooh, guys. Okay. Do you guys remember Edge of Tomorrow, a.k.a. Live, Die, Repeat? Yeah, I Live, preferred Die, it as Live, okay. I thought Much were, better name they, for that movie. They actually changed it, though. They changed Officially. it after it came out because it performed so poorly under Edge of Tomorrow because people were like, what does Edge of Tomorrow mean? Right. I think it means 11.59 p.m. <laughs> uh, it turns out Live, Die, Repeat way more accurately described yes. what that movie's about. And this was a Tom anyway, Cruise movie, right? Uh, this is a Tom Cruise movie that was amazing. It was written by Chris McQuarrie. Uh, did not do great at the box, uh, box office again. They had to change the title. Uh, but then, it, because it was so good... It was a hit on streaming. Mm. So, boom, sequel now in the works. Emily Blunt, Tom Cruise, Doug Lyman, the director, all coming back. Oh, great. Uh, th- this movie is like the well, like sleeper s- movie that like is everyone you show to is like, this is a blast. It's really It's great. fantastic. So yeah. This is to, like a premise. It's it's Groundhog Day meets a war movie. Yeah, Groundhog yeah. Day meets movie. Independence Day, maybe? Yeah. Of the days, yeah. Battle of the Days? Yeah. Yeah. Battle of the Days is even a better name. Right. It's Where like, were you before? Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, that, well, I don't know. I still would have watched Live, Die, Repeat over Battle of the Days. Uh, I, I think this is such an underrated movie and that people just haven't had a chance to rate it yet because they haven't seen it. It came out the same weekend as The Fault in Our Stars, and that movie made so much money. Same audience. Same audience. <laughs> so same demo. Tears. I mean, I watched both. I watched, uh, We. I think we saw Edge of Tomorrow that weekend uh, at like, the Vista that. Theater. And then, uh, I've seen it a few out. times. It was, it was such a great movie. Uh, and then I went and saw Fault in Our Stars. I'm like, I would have loved this movie too yeah. had I seen it. But yeah, it was. Uh, it's such a great movie and such a great premise. 
Yes, but what else is going on with this sequel that's happening? So the, they're all dead, this man. time, yeah. Spoilers. Well, no. So they're not dead. So this time, the script is being written by Matthew Robinson. He's actually the guy who wrote the invention of line. Oh, the which, Ricky Gervais movie. Yeah, yeah, which is the Ricky Gervais movie where, in a world where there are no lies, he's the first person to come up with the line. Yeah, so yeah. No in one way, it is a very high concept movie. Uh, so maybe he has a, an interesting idea. It's a lot less action, so I'm kind of a little concerned about hmm. going that route uh, with him instead of Christopher McQuarrie, who writes action. great action yeah. action mm. films. Uh, as a reminder, by the way, and this is a big spoiler if you haven't seen Edge of Tomorrow, so pause this right now and go watch it. It might be under the title of Dire Pete. Uh, but if you don't care, uh, that movie ends with Tom Cruise's character successfully killing all of the aliens, or known as mimics, and then he wakes up one last time. And then Emily Blunt's character and others are also brought back to life. And it's kind of like, hey, everybody, we, we like, everything's fine now. And they have no memory of their mission or the movie even having happened. Uh-huh. Is that what happens in the end? I've seen the movie yeah. twice. And I just. Well, the, nobody the remembers end. the end of it. The but, ending yeah. is a little under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so a great note. Spoiled of an it and I think I spoiled it wrong. Go more. <laughs> yeah. Well done. <laughs> That's the best kind of spoiler. Incorrect one. So I, I think it's safe to assume that the sequel is going to feature more of that sort of time looping thing going yeah. on, uh, since that's such a the main part of the original but my question to you guys is how do you think it's going to do it the mimics just a reminder the mimics blood is the source of the time looping and then uh all those aliens are dead so blood's going to be sold on the black market the blood oh, like yeah. in the uh, Pacific Rim type thing where yeah. he, he sells it on the black market. Uh, the mimics are like the foot soldiers, right? And then you have the alphas, which are like their commandos who have the time right. travel because they're linked to the central node. Yes. So the way it works is Tom Cruise, who's perfectly cast in this movie, I by really the way, liked him because in the it. whole it's like the whole meta commentary on how people go see Tom Cruise movies because on some dark level we like seeing Tom Cruise get beaten up, yeah. and <laughs> so you get to see him die over and over and over again in these movies. True. The way like a uh, very dark even darker version yeah groundhog day but i think what uh what happens in it essentially is he gets covered in their blood and then that blood becomes infused with his so that every time he dies it resets all of time so that he can uh, start that day over i'm thinking for a sequel we might see something like what we see in happy death day to you Mm -hmm. as a sequel to happy death day another groundhog day premise it starts back to the first invasion and knowing all that he knows and he has to go in some other alternate way As, as if uh uh the whole movie is it was not done he's in just another loop that he didn't even realize a a broader layer a loop a a loop club sandwich if you will Mm -hmm. is is uh, the loops just get greater and greater the more you zoom out yeah or or another way to see it is kind of the the (laughs) back to the future 2 version of just returning to the first story again but maybe heightening the stakes somehow it's about his kids maybe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Something's got to be done about your kids. Sorry, he's out of control. Okay, or uh, my question is, uh, is it going to be kind of like what Maude was saying, not necessarily about the aliens are still around or whatever, but maybe somebody held on to some of their blood and maybe there's like a human force that is using that technology of being able to reset the day mm. for nefarious purposes? Mm? Yeah, mm. that is interesting. Like if, if you, are you saying like, someone else in your world you know has the ability to restart the day so you have to stop them from being able to yeah, do Yeah, like that. a lot of these movies are about your protagonist wakes up and realizes, oh crap, I can relive the same day again and again and then they both do a thing where they explore like what that means, what they could do and they try to get out of the time loop usually. No, no, they run amok uh, before that. Yeah, well, they do everything the, they couldn't do in real life. That's what I mean, like when they try to see like what they, they're able to do uh, and then they try to get out of it. Yes. Uh, but in this premise that I'm uh, pitching, uh, to be fair, off-screen producer pitched this. But are we back uh, in the pitch room? Is this pitch? Yeah, me? yeah, this is a pitch <laughs> me. Uh, but the idea would be okay. But what if that person that woke up repeating the same day is actually a bad guy? Oh, interesting. What right. an interesting villainous power. Like right. what could be done? Whoops! I'm, I I uh, I didn't successfully take over the world. Let's hit the reset button. Yeah. You know, and they get a little oh, further and a little fun. further each time. You know, I want to see like an extrapolated version where someone who has that ability, it's not so much like Groundhog Day or Happy Death Day where they don't make it past the 24 hours, but in, in Live, Die, Repeat or Edge of Tomorrow, they sometimes, he lives on for weeks and then he eventually dies and then it resets. What if someone lives their entire life? Like that person has to be kept in containment to keep the aliens from like restarting the day and, and get like if they win that war and they just keep him alive forever and ever and ever and he has to be kept in like this this bulletproof cube you know, this mm-hmm. mobile back so that no one could ever kill him. And then he dies of old age. Boom. The day resets. And this you is know, a dream you had? Uh, yeah. I believe it's a dream I'm currently <laughs> yeah. having. I missed but, that first half of that because I was too busy thinking if I was evil, how would I use that? And why that's not already like an X-Men power? Ooh, and how would you? 
I, I went off in a, if you're watching the video, you saw where I went with that. I went, I went deep with it. It felt good. <laughs> wow. Send us a gif of whatever mm, we missed. My God. <laughs> uh, uh, that, well, I'm glad we talked like nerdy about that for a second. Cause that is one of my favorite movies. It's uh, sci-fi movies from the last it's couple of years. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But somebody fill me in now on something. Uh, that'll be me. Hey, what's Great. up? HBO has released character posters for Game uh, of Thrones this week. Oh, boom. I saw these. Yeah. We've got 20 different characters sitting on the Iron boom. Throne, which is a, boom. who could it be? Who's going to be the end there? Is it me or do they all look like they're like, are like, their heads are photoshopped onto their bodies It's really or bad Photoshop like, if you blow it up like we have just now. Like but the saturation that you've done on that is just beautiful. Look at that plum gown. Yeah, you'll see as we kind of uh, scroll through these, but their heads all look weird. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> are they using it from a My head looks older, weird. I like, don't want to give out any clues, so they're making it look like a bad Photoshop job. Either way, we've still picked it apart, and we're going to find you the little clues to dig into, like this one. We've got Queen Cersei. Now, as a queen, a queen's not wearing a crown. Oh, yeah. Where's the crown? She's That's just odd. got a little sweet blonde bowl cut going down there. Maybe she only wears her crown in her YouTube videos because it's kind of associated with her brand. But when she's not on camera, she doesn't wear the crown. She's busy ruling to actually yeah. have to put it on. I don't believe YouTubers have alternate lives and identities. <laughs> it's just on camera is what we get. It's That's we one see. of them. Do you think, though, that this is like them telling us a sign? Maybe she's not going to rule after all? Well, it is interesting, right? How mm. many queens can you have? Uh, you know, the War of the Five Kings is in the past. Hmm? Ask RuPaul how many queens you can <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to say the joke twice, but I mean, yeah, no, it we're better the second time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we should ask RuPaul that. So we'll get uh, on the line. Can we get on the line? Ask your producer a new segment idea. <laughs> ask RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that is an interesting detail, I think. You would think that if she's sitting on the throne, she would have her crown the way that most yeah. other monarchs wearing that thing at all times there's a lot like 20 characters i feel like that's the only they're the only people that are left in westeros at this stage just 20. well and here's something the fact that not only is she not wearing a crown but she's sharing the throne with 19 other people oh yeah that is kind of signifying like it's up for grabs again right yeah it's in play the yeah. whole of this is the game of thrones you either win or you die and that is the the hashtag of the season right the for the throne mm. yeah there you go. Jon Snow's <laughs> next. Not making a joke. It's just what it is. Jo- <laughs> I'm supporting you with my sarcasm. Jon Snow <laughs> is sitting in the exact same position, though, that Ned Stark Ooh, was in the yeah. promo picture for season one. See, that's interesting. Gripping that sword, but he, obviously it's a different sword because Ned Stark's sword doesn't exist anymore. It's been melted, melted down. down. Yeah. But ah. he's got um, his great sword. We're we going to see maybe more ghost instead of just being on the end of that pommel, you reckon? Anyway, yeah. you know I'm team ghost all the way. What do you think that represents, though? Remembering that Ned is not even uh, John's dad. It's his uncle. That's right. But the, it's the patriarch of the Starks, right? It's mm-hmm. the king the king of, of Winter. King of the North. Yeah. Of the what? Sorry, I'm sorry. King of the North. The North. The North. Boom goes the king. Uh, I think Ooh. that's a really that has to be intentional in this case. The way he's holding well, sure. a pommel, sitting on the throne. Yeah, I mean he has carried on Ned Stark's legacy. Whether or not he's his direct lineage son, he is the the protagonist of the show now. Even and the he is belt loop his, guys, yeah. look closer. The belt is yeah. done the same way. That's true. Can zoom we go in on their crutches? Yeah, can you zoom in on that, Devin? I think you, you can. Zoom in enhance. I think if you stretch the corners on the same side. Oh, oh, we're zooming in. We're enhancing. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Ready? You there you go. Knot? Look at that. Okay. Look at that. The loop on the belt, the and then go to the other loop the on the other there, side. Exactly the same. Okay. But now also, I want you to compare their hands. Go to Jon Snow's hands, yeah. uh, because they did something with the Photoshop where now it makes Ned Stark look like he has teeny tiny little hands. Oh, ah. Yeah, it does look at too. Look <laughs> <laughs> <little> baby hands. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Same. That's why he dies in every movie. He can't defend himself. <laughs> oh, he's got the best hands. He couldn't even hold the sword to lift it above his head. <laughs> yeah. The first scene. Um, the other characters, though, uh, we've got Brienne. The, she's got Oathkeeper in her hands, though, which is super smart because, as we know, that sword is Valerian steel. And it oh, yes. is the sister uh, sword from the two swords that were forged from ice, being um, Ned Stark's. Shored. Um, the other one, Lana, Jamie Lannister's got it. It's called Widow's Whale. It used to be his son's owl. Oh, oh yeah. Awkward. And he's heading to the north with that one. So we know for certain though, there are two swords with Valerian steel, which is super important going into this season. Uh, we're also going to chat about Sansa Stark. She is wearing an outfit that's a lot like um, the Tully's 
um, kind of attire, which is, of course, her mother's house. The sigil in this one is a fish. So is this meaning that Brendan she's... Brendan Tully's specifically, right? His look. Oh, that's the blackfish right yeah. there? Yeah, right. Oh, it is a similar look. Yeah, and, yeah. and some crimson, hints of crimson, which is... Or am I? Or am I? It's yeah. got fish scales, kind of. Yeah, look. Mod, what were you asking though? Well, it also could be a dragon scale, though, if you squint. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Um, that possibly she, uh, she might not want to bend the knee to Daenerys. Ah, uh, loyalty so to her. Her brothers we're, made right. the deal already. She, well, not only because she's representing the Tullys at a time when it's it's not about representing your old house, but you know, coming together. But also, Brendan Blackfish uh, is famously the the stubborn one. Yeah. Uh, that's never why they, they had the point out. So not wanting to bend the knee. You know, it does go with that uh, that icy glare that she gave Daenerys in the teaser. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. She's so giving much. it now still. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, she's just not happy. Um, she's going Dark Phoenix. Other, other characters on it, though. We've got Euron. We have Theon. We, there is also um, Samuel Tarly, who looks like he'd rather be anywhere else except right. sitting on that iron Yeah, it kind of seemed like the kind of thing where they were doing the photo shoot and then some of the people, some of the actors accidentally got called to set or something. They're like, right. oh, yeah, go ahead and get up there, uh, yeah, Masande. Yeah, Masande, you, know? you haven't <laughs> had a turn yet. They're like, this is the last yeah, season. It's fine. It's for your gram. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it did kind of have that feel. There's the, Yeah, I don't think all these characters are in contention for the throne, but I think the thematic question is like really it's anyone's game yeah i think that's what they're trying to say right and the Brand, chaos is uh, a ladder yeah, and so this is the Varys. most chaotic moment yeah Varys it. made it yeah yep. he's up there i want him to well let us know if you found any uh clues in uh in these photos there's always clues to find but yeah we had a bunch of news this week right like i saw something about walking dead spinoff uh so mm-hmm. here's what's going on here amc executives let slip that there's another walking dead spinoff series in the works now this wow. is in addition to current existing spinoff fear the walking dead and the upcoming movies centered around rick grimes so rick grimes left the show he's got three movies three tv movies in the works that some have said uh deny guerrera could show up or, mm-hmm. or maggie uh, could play a role in that story but for this other new spinoff series they haven't given away any details they haven't said anything about the cast or the time period of when it takes place it could be fun to speculate though on what this new show might be so in my case, I think it could be fun to like go the direction that the Telltale games uh, uh-huh. might go. That could be fun. Realistically, I think they might follow something with the governor as one of the most popular characters. Like a, an old story? Yeah, an old story. Go back in time and follow him. Because he's one of the great villains. Or follow that, him after he turns. Uh, after he turns. Yeah, <laughs> we're just going to, it's going to be a silent film of just like this walker. Um, no, I, I'd, I'd be curious to see uh, how like Woodbury got set up. Mm-hmm. And his backstory with his daughter. There's he's such a rich character who's so well portrayed on the show. Uh, and I think do we, if you're going to build an entire new series out of it, it has to be something that people really care about. Mm-hmm. So you got to find your Frasier. And I think the Frasier of this one is the governor. <laughs> and you right. think this is you, this is your guess of what you think they will do? Or this is what, what I think they, they do? will do. I you know I have some speculation of what I would really love. Uh, okay, so I guess let's say on what we think they will do. Yeah, I think that um, Fear the Walking Dead was a play to a new audience potentially like a a demographic so uh in the latino community horror movies are very big and Mm -hmm. that's why they shifted the paranormal activity movies to have the the the, or not not that but but they had a mexican kind of themed one it's coco Um, right the movie coco yeah yeah, dark truce of pixar cars universe very scary um but that something is something about that um it, it connects with that community at least in terms at the box office so i kind of wouldn't be surprised if they do that again because that's what they did with yeah. fear but in a different direction so maybe they'd go after international audiences so maybe mm. we'd finally mm. see one like an eastern walking dead or something like uh set in asia Ooh, yeah or um I, I, just a, another like like uh geographic change but what they're actually doing is a demographic change yeah um mm. i mean i still think it'd be it'd be interesting to still keep it in relevant cultures for some reason i'm like i don't know why i feel like they're gonna do new orleans <laughs> like just, oh, like, uh, like just kind of do uh, ncis the, new orleans or the, crossover um, <laughs> the, the vampire show true or, blood or, oh sure yeah. oh and our orig- originals is set in there too what someone is? told me he's uh, what was that? Oh, Originals, the spinoff of Vampire Diaries is set there too. Thank oh, you for that. I didn't Orleans. know. Yeah. So. Okay, who are you talking to right now? A ghost. Yeah. That's getting, I love to. Give me my dignity yeah. back. <laughs> it could you. be fun to really get in the lore of 
of the zombies or maybe we discover how the outbreak began like scientifically Ooh, speaking so this comes into my idea which is not what they will do but what they should do i, I think if they want to get people to care about it again mm -hmm. they should actually highlight the actual threat that's happening and that's the fact that 24 uh, countries in america now has a little something called the zombie plague um what? the zombie disease which is infecting deers yeah it started off with deers oh, a long time ago this. and now it's uh, basically a degenerative disease where your body wastes itself it's a wasting um disease and they've just discovered that it can cross from deer to human so you want to talk about an actual zombie apocalypse this is going down and i believe that this is how to make people care about it because we could be zombies very very soon so you're saying make it a documentary yes yeah. half documentary and then it's like you know based yeah, every time it's like these are based on a true story names have not been changed uh, or and the, then it's like you could do the walking deer just you can keep the letters pretty much the same and just change the last letter That's, and oh, add a yeah. you know add a stretch out the line and then yeah. add another little Devin liked it. line. Can we so, add that so in post? So there we go. Yeah. The but walking deer. At my stuff. So that says everything. <laughs> the walking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Wow, it took a long time to load that up. Uh, AMC Devin, proudly yeah. presents the walking deer. And we're not paying for that crossover with yes deer. <laughs> That's the one time we used it. No, I want to see one set in like uh, Eastern Europe. I want to see somewhere set in like uh, the Middle East, say you it. know. Say it. Say what you really want. Where, That's, where uh, you really want it. Say what you really want. Okay, to zombies. Outback zombies. Right. Well, I want uh, to see just other parts. Uh, of the, I love this idea of seeing. No one ever includes oh, yeah. Australia. Australia would be, that'd be no great. No one ever includes Australia. Oh, it's already so post-apocalyptic down there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that'd be so great. That'd be blast. It'd be like Mad a Max. Mad Max is also oh, yeah. dead. Dead Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. like, um, I like the idea. Uh, I've said this before, but I'm a huge fan of seeing infrastructure crumble. So I like the idea of what the functioning actual American government is. So that sounds uh, incredibly morbid. Oh, I, I thought I was the one who was planning like the evil plotline having ultimate powers, but you, I think, well, hypothetically, scenario where the government is falling apart because of too much partisan politics. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's zombies, totally fictional. Yeah. What did we say about the chaos theory earlier? Chaos oh, the Mandela happens. effect. Uh, yeah. yeah. The darkest timeline. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, I'd be down, even though it would spoil the other ones, you, when I'm more into the future, because it combines my interests of horror and future, um, go ahead and skip ahead to somehow we have technology again. And, but like mm -hmm. maybe in a slightly advanced oh technology. God, cyborg zombies. Say no more. Say no more. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, Well, Philip, I want you to say more, but I want to move on to another subject. This whole Dark Phoenix trailer that came okay. out this week. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you watched it, I know, because you, oh, yeah. you did the breakdown uh, already. Uh, Modern, if you're, if you're caught up on the details of, of what we learned in this trailer. Oh, no, because I don't know if I care. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that was the big question. Right after the first trailer, a lot of people were like, do we even care about this movie? Especially in the wake of the Disney Fox merger news. Exactly. where we were like, yes. Are, is this movie even going to matter? Right. Is this, does this movie count? Is it going to be a dream that, you know, I feel like MCU they flipped a coin whether they would in? continue it or not. And it just hit the right We've one. already spent a, so, a lot of money on it. So we'll just release yeah, it. Yeah. It almost sounded like they, they wanted to release it. I, want, I do want to actually get to that topic in, in, a, mim in sure. a minute. But, uh, oh, man, I said mimit because <laughs> I said someone in earlier. Uh, okay. <laughs> so. So here's the thing with this trailer, and I think it actually is a reaction to people feeling like they weren't caring about this movie. There's this huge spoiler in this trailer. If you didn't watch the trailer, then this is going to be a spoiler for you. If you did watch the trailer, they give it away very clearly. Oh, yeah. It was confirmed by the director, Simon Kinberg. Uh, so this is enough warning for you. Again, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. You've jumped out of your car by now if you don't want to hear it. <laughs> tuck and roll. Uh, yeah, tuck and roll. Uh, that in this movie, spoiler alert, Mystique dies. Yes. She is killed by you know, the Dark Phoenix version of Jean Grey, and they totally gave that away in the trailer. Mm -hmm. The director said that they did it to make sure that people understand that Jean Grey is a major threat now, mm -hmm. uh, even to other X-Men, that there's major consequences. Uh, but a couple of things there. One, he said consequences uh, uh -huh. that are major. So I'm thinking that could actually be that she's not the only one, because if they're yeah. already gonna give away one death, then it's like, well, how do you still have stakes? It's like, oh, because other people will die too. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have other thoughts too. But first off, I want to ask you guys who else is going to die? Well, I mean, I always think about this in not who I think in the comic book sense, but when contractually. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, Jennifer Lawrence, she only she had a three-movie deal. Too. She wanted out so bad. She did not want to do the last two movies. Have you seen how her makeup has degraded every, yeah, every time she's too? she's just run out. Well, she didn't want to put on the body paint, so they made a suit for her to get into. Right. So it's like... Yeah, she just puts on this onesie now. Um, but she she opted out. She got locked into a really, really unfortunate contract. And then she won for Silver Linings um, Playbook, Playbook right. and took off. 
Um, so this is this is nightmare torture. So for who her. else is in that situation then? Are you I think maybe Pete Evan, Evan Peters, Pete no. Evans. Oh, two yeah, first yeah. names. I don't know which yeah. one comes first. <laughs> Evan, Evan Peters, Peters. Yeah. Thank you. Quicksilver is gonna go. Yeah. Well, I mean, which is unfortunate because I think he's one. He's probably the best character of the last. Um, Oh, he's he, those sequences are, are the most memorable ones. Uh, every Quicksilver things. scene, but as we know, Quicksilver is not faster than bullets, according to the MCU. So maybe they just <laughs> shoot him. <laughs> uh, but so, uh, what do you what do you think? Yeah, I mean, if you watch the breakdown uh, of the trailer that I did. Quicksilver is barely in, in this trailer at all. The mm -hmm. only scenes that you really see him in are in the Red Hook neighborhood scenes where Jean Grey kills Mystique. And there's a scene where he runs at her and he shows up in the school at one other point. And then all this other action that we see throughout the movie, Quicksilver is absent. And I mean, I think any of these characters could go because let's face it, they're probably just going to reboot James him. James McAvoy, I don't know if he wants yeah. to be around much longer. But he's for sure, right. at least I have evidence for him not being So I guess that's my, my other thought is that are they killing off Mystique one to to gain interest in this movie where people are like whoa this movie is crazy they're gonna kill characters off uh, and because like Mod says a lot of people weren't caring about this movie before this trailer I, I'm kind of into it actually personally I do I do want to see it but uh, or two are they kind of like you know what we are going to reboot the X-Men. We are giving it over to Disney. Uh, let's go ahead and make the X-Men movie that has the balls to kill off the X-Men. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, let's kill a bunch of these characters. So that's my next question for you guys. Are they going to merge these characters over? You know, they've invested multiple movies now into these actors, and these actors are still very young. Mm. They could all still continue to play these characters. A lot of people love the James McAvoy portrayal. They love Magneto. Like... Are they going to keep them, or are we going like, to murder a bunch of them and then just totally recast them? I think they're going to recast. I think they're going to let this movie play out. I think they're going to reboot the whole thing. Because, oh. yeah, I mean, look at what like they've done with Spider-Man Homecoming, right? They had Tom Holland, who made his appearance in Civil War. Like, It's not like the world was against Andrew Garfield, and these all feel like the Andrew Garfield version of the X-Men. I was just about to say that. I was yeah. just trying as to As much as we like them, though. they're fine. Yeah. They're they aren't terrible. But it's just really bad timing, and they're yeah. not doing it justice. So it's like, do you keep throwing money at something that's kind of like you know half animated it's tough because like i think part of it is a lot of people are paying their respects to x-men for launching this whole genre basically yeah. for us with the original x-men movie like that made this version of superhero movies legit of course we had batman movies and superman movies before that but this style of x-men movie uh has been kind of started this whole thing and then they kind of almost rebooted it when mm -hmm. they went to first class and they still were like oh we can't do a full reboot even though the actors are old let's connect it to the same universe it's kind of like this Frankenstein thing of like yeah. let's keep sticking these dead body parts together and like see if we end and up with apocalypse movies we like. Apocalypse was literally and dead body apocalypse parts. Apocalypse was oh. a great example of kind of like man you guys are feeling like forced to do these movies but First Class was great. Mm -hmm. I liked lots of Days of Future Past. Days of Future Loved Past is it. fantastic. Yeah. These are all fantastic stories. It doesn't like by rebooting it it doesn't erase that these things happen. Like I still love Spider-Man 2. Uh, the same Raimi Spider-Man 2 for me is like one of the best superhero Very movies ever. interesting question that yeah. uh, Eric just made me think of. Uh, because I think I maybe disagree. I think when you reboot a franchise, it does erase the old ones emotionally. Because you just said you love Spider-Man 2, and I can't remember a thing about it anymore. I mean, you would say that... Would you say that about Ghostbusters? Dr. Octopus. When Ghostbusters came out, that didn't erase the original Ghostbusters. It, it, it amplified it. It maybe made well, some Well, no, because mad, it, was, it was very much a, a different direction that they took it in. But now they're talking about doing Ghostbusters again. Maybe this version might. Uh, yeah, you know, if they do uh, look at the Fantastic Four, right? Uh -huh. Like we're dying for them to erase that from. I don't want to look at the Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> yeah, <right now. laughs> but you're not going to tell me that you know when the next Fantastic Four movie inevitably comes out that you're still remembering the the original version with uh, what's his name McMahon or man what's his name from Nip Tuck? Oh yeah, yeah. Chris Evans no. <laughs> now Captain America. Yeah. What's the, his name? I think it no. all depends Julian on the, the relative quality of the movie. We're in pretty uncharted territory, right? This is an unprecedented time. We've never been in a situation where superhero movies have been this salient through pop culture mm -hmm. and so much where we're even having this conversation I think uh, they can do it in a way I mean they're going to eventually reboot Wolverine is that going to make well, me like Logan any less? I don't maybe think not so. Logan but are you going to feel it and are you going to think about it and here's actually maybe the most pressing example the Batman movies right like mm -hmm. Batman has been done a, a number of times now uh, and I'll say that everybody knows that this version of Batman that we just had with Batfleck did not erase the Dark Knight trilogy at all for good. any it of us. It didn't but succeed it. The Dark Knight trilogy, I would argue, did emotionally erase the Tim Burton trilogy. 
For some, or, well, movies. I think I think that's a good example of I, like it, my point of view on this. Like, I can still rewatch the Tim nostalgically, Burton maybe, yeah. but, but you don't feel like those are the Batman movies anymore. And that's always going to be the case for every new generation of fans who takes on a property. Like, it's the same thing of people who are young who are just watching The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Now, those are their Star Wars movies. Right. They're going to have the same attachment to the old ones, just because that's why they're re-releasing these, so that like new generations of people can fall in love with what they like about it's it. It's a completed story. You know, I think we're, we are, yeah, we are invested when it's a continual story. But once that sort of trilogy or whatever, when, it, once, when it's done, mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of ends for you. So so, so I'm going to throw out there then, if it is about the completion of the story. By the way, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, right? Like, I'm, I don't, I think we could do the X-Men better than we've done them. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with emotionally letting go of the previous version. But I'll just throw it out there. If you're like, yeah, who, why wouldn't you be that everything you guys just said would argue then that we could totally reboot the Marvel Universe right now, too, because mm-hmm. we just completed their story and i think yeah. we could i think that's fine and people would be like what a... no and those people will be close to death when i think that that's happens. why there's such a long gap between them i think yeah, you, you just answered you think it's just gonna start over Ooh, well, and there's ways like and there's clever ways you can work around this too if you look at what jj abrams did with star trek right he found this interesting time yeah. travel conceit where they were still able to get spock the original spock to come back and still be part of this and continue the storyline using some you know time travel mechanics there's ways that we can <laughs> think outside <laughs> the box and keep and preserve what we loved about the old timeline and and, and tell a new story too time travel so yeah, and multiverses. So we'll we'll see. I'm really curious what you guys uh, say about this in the comments. Uh, just generally, like almost like in terms of voting, does a reboot of a franchise for you not literally, but does it emotionally kind of replace the previous fr- franchise for mm-hmm. you, uh, even if you don't want it to? So, for example, for me, I'm really nervous about the Buffy reboot. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love the original. There's another one coming. I I almost yeah. don't want it to happen because I'm scared. You can't of it mess with perfect. Yeah. for sure. Interesting, yeah. interesting debate. All right, what sure. else uh, did uh, happen this week? We've got a we've got a bit of other news in a segment we call in other news uh will smith <laughs> is officially out of suicide squad for the reboot called it oh wow i wonder why because he's too busy being blue as a and genie a, yeah inexpensive viola and davis though is back in she's in she's signed oh, on. Great, great. yeah, yeah need, i really yeah, like you definitely need amanda waller in that yeah. we got uh finn wolfhard is in talks to star in the new ghostbusters movie it's a little <laughs> 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 uh, this one makes no sense to me it's not thinking outside the box at all because he was literally in stranger things dressed up as a ghostbuster so mm-hmm. to me it's just like well stranger things have happened yeah. no no thanks thanks good Devin, sound effect quick uh, why is it always kachow why is kachow the only sound you put on the, the only sound you need Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is now available for streaming. It's got yeah. an old universe mode where huh. you can see a bunch of deleted scenes, including a new Spider-Ham sequence that happens at the beginning. Ooh, we got to jump on that. I yeah. could see that maybe five more times. Yeah, it's such a great rewatch. We got we got a video coming out where we it's flex, like okay. other more de- details and Easter eggs that we even missed the first mm-hmm. time we caught it that we're able to look at now that we have digital Ooh. and we can like pause it and look at it. So yeah, I'm excited to talk about that again. Kevin Feige has clarified that the upcoming uh, Marvel Disney Plus series will definitely tie in directly with the MCU movies. Oh, Nice. Like, which is, is, doesn't sound like news until you realize the Netflix ones did not. Yeah. So it's actually saying, like, no, these will count. Even Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't. Hopefully not more really. than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They would just kind of lightly Barely. touch no, on some. it was just some, Thor yeah. stuff. You right, know, Thor stuff, well. yeah. And then the Warner Brothers chairman, Kevin Sujihara. Uh, Sujihara. Yeah. I love how you say it so effortlessly, and yet I am here making a fool out of myself. <laughs> Told an interview that the DCEU is not focusing on a larger connected universe for now. Okay. Great. That's probably but for the best. Again, they're doing Marvel in reverse, where they did Ensemble, and then now they're realizing that the individual movies are a lot better. Which maybe wasn't their sense. strategy to begin with. Yeah, but, yeah. exactly. We'll but like, I think it's it. bet- better for these characters. You actually have a, a bevy, I love using bevy, of interesting characters in the DC comics that you want to explore in their own movies. You don't have to rely on an inter- interconnected universe that Marvel Comics did in Aquaman their history. Aquaman is yeah. in the top five what, highest grossing movies of all time at the moment internationally uh, with with international yeah yeah it's huge yeah so i so go and do each character justice uh and then put them into a league yeah (laughs) uh together after immediately (laughs) oh we have to do the characters justice and then the league yeah we started with the league of justice oh (laughs) but give us flashpoint give us a nightwing movie you know yeah you know how to make me happy and just like focus on these stories right and then we have yeah, Aquaman 2 is coming out in 2022, right? Yes, yeah. December 16th, yeah. I think. Just good on you. What's the name again, Mod? What? Kevin Sujihara. You, <laughs> I will spoil right. this movie for you. 
for well, you. Now we're going to move on to our New York City News Lightning Round. Lightning uh, Round? We got some tw- lightning Round. We got some tweets from you guys. Oh, 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 oh Thunder Round. Um, because Lightning doesn't have a sound. So, just, just knocked oh. over a bunch of batteries. We're going to read these questions. Are we ready? Yeah. Mod, oh. I'm Agent 14 on the Himalaya app. Thanks for using Himalaya. Uh, wants to know do you think Endgame will open with Luis recapping the MCU? Oh, I really <laughs> hope so. Oh, that is so great. Oh, I really, really hope so, but probably not. But yeah. Okay, so. so like Iron Man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Philip, uh, at, I, or at like Daisies, wants to know what's a personal film theory that you keep a secret from everyone else? A personal film theory that I keep secret from everyone? That is not a lightning question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused by the question. Uh, uh, I can't tell you. <laughs> the good answer. It's a secret. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. All right, for me. Smited down from the heavens. At Davy Bookward Dab wants to know what movie do you like that everyone says it's awful or bad? Mine is Speed Racer. Um, ooh, what's a movie that I like that I that I think is uh, that people say is bad? Um, there's a lot of these. Oh, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Um, let's see. I really so liked the, uh, you know what? I, not a lot of people say this is bad, especially if you watch this channel, but a lot of people think Dr. Strange is like one of the worst Marvel films. Like if you have to compare them, Mar- Dr. Strange is my favorite Marvel film. I hands down. It is my favorite Marvel film. I love that movie. Uh, so hey, good yeah. on you. Yeah. So there you go. There's, That's there's an cool. answer. I just think it's great. I love yeah. everything about it. Um, some people liked Iron Man three as well. Yeah. I loved Iron Man three too. That's up there. <laughs> was it two? That was worse. Oh, two. I think is worse than three. Uh, mod at E rod eight, two, six wants to know for anyone. Uh, so maybe it's not just for you, but we'll have you be the point <laughs> oh, for any mod. Answer. Who's going to be the one to tell Jon Snow the truth about his parentage, Bran, Sam, or someone else? Bran, I like Bran because he knows everything. And like we're just saying with the Dark Phoenix thing, it's like we have to land a bomb so that you know how powerful someone is. I think that's a pretty good one. Yeah, I think he Bran. He was there. He was there. Yeah, Bran has no emotional awkwardness. He'll just be like, "Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're the not your dad's yeah, by son." By the way, dad's yeah. totally not that yeah. person. By the way, the album comes out next week. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Philip. Yeah. Uh, at True Genius wants like to know since Gilly or either uh, since Gilly is either aunt slash sister slash niece slash cousin slash possibly mother to all the White Walkers who oh. were originally Caster's sons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could she become the potential perfect Night Queen candidate? Uh, have you saw, someone been reading theory. my fanfic? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gilly chapters eight through thirty. <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating. Uh, yeah, no, sh- no. <laughs> this is the answer though. No, because uh, also um, he, he sh- Caster's children did make White Walkers, but he's he's younger than their race. Right, is, yeah, you know they've I mean? existed long before, yeah. yeah. So they, they were probably just kidnapping wildlings before that in yeah. order to do it. Um, for me, at Geoserum wants to know, will we learn the secrets of the faceless men in the last season of Game of Thrones? I think not. I think they the show has said everything they're going to say about the faceless men. I think it'd be interesting if uh, if they came back into it, especially you know if, if Arya has some comeuppance, but we have six episodes left. I think they're going to focus on the tasks at <laughs> hand, and I don't I don't know if I really need the faceless men to come back. In the at, show. at FEMA wants to know, do you think not even Jack and Hagar will come back? Uh, I think it'd be interesting if he did show up to pay some kind of debt, or to, but I think. We, we've seen everything we're going to see from him. I think the show wants to move on. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say no, and uh, it might show up in next year's What We Got Wrong. Mm-hmm. Mod at Pickness Monster wants to know, what are the chances that Cable's time travel device is the same altered technology from Endgame? What are the chances? 46%. That's pretty good. Thank you. That's <laughs> higher than I'd give it. Um, and Philip at EddieC89 wants to know, seriously, where is Gabe? <gasps> you answer, you'll have the same fate. That he did. <laughs> Who's Cabe? Uh, yeah, that's uh, right. Eric is completely compatible with with other white guys on the channel, <laughs> right? That's right. But where's they Drew? Gave, they stole, they <laughs> that's the real question. <laughs> and uh, moving on to some other things we got for you yeah. guys. Uh, let's wrap this sucker up, guys. Let's yeah. get let's just get to our 15 second shout outs. I'm excited because this time I actually remember mine. Uh, so each of us is gonna have 15 seconds to shout out, plug, one, two, and it's a good or day. ramble about anything they want. Uh, Sam, why don't you start? <laughs> Sam, you, Sam, Sam? 
okay. Sam, Sam get Sam off the drums. Just crashed into the drum set. Uh, that's great. All right. So clumsy. All right. So for me, uh, if we could just put 15 <laughs> seconds on the clock, okay. great. Oh just a reminder that there's going to be a Picard Star Trek series that just focuses on Picard now. I think it's like 19 years or something after uh, the previous thing. He's just going to be current age years. Picard, which I love because that means they're not going to like recast him as some somebody else. So just Ooh. a reminder, it's worth it to yeah. get all access probably. Great. I want to shout out to Black Milk. It's a label that started in Brisbane. I'm wearing it right now. They've just released their new range, which is Rick and Morty, and they sent me a bunch of stuff, and it's awesome. I'm going to take a photo and put it on my Instagram. But while I'm at it, I'm also going to talk about Shop What, which is my label. It looks a lot like Black Milk, but it's not because it's for guys and girls, and there's a new range, and there's three new designs that we just dropped. It's awesome. One second spare. But also, real quick, Shop What is spelled. Oh, W-H-U-T for what? It stands for We Have Unlimited Talent. Oh, I didn't know that. Check that out. New designs never seen before. That's like a sneaky... uh, um, uh, anagram Acronym Eric, Eric that was your time Oh uh, yeah For my 15 seconds Acronym and, 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 <laughs> Despite and for uh, Despite the prompter saying I'm probably gonna plug my show I'm not gonna plug my show Because it's tonight It's already out there in the world I'll do that next week uh, For now I'm gonna plug Someone made an amazing uh, uh, Video version They animated Our live reading of uh, Donald Glover's Deadpool, Deadpool script right. It looks fantastic They Shut did such a great job up. I'm gonna tweet it out Go see it on my Twitter page Give that person lots of views Because they did an amazing job Thank you for doing that Amazing Yeah and Does that mean I'm officially a voice Actor? Yes, you are. Yep. I think oh, we're all. We have to be sad. That one. I think we're sad now. Um, but we're returning to our trivia question that we asked earlier. Ah, that's the one. I certainly did ask it. Now remember, if you do not get close to the answer, if it is the most embarrassingly far awayness of the answer, that doesn't make sense more. <laughs> you will have to reach into the gift of shame and perform that task, and it's going to be on a green screen so people can humiliate and manipulate and exploit you for the rest of your life. Off-screen no producer says it's not on green screen this oh, time. Oh, thank God, because I have a career that I really want to last longer than six minutes. Also, <laughs> yeah. you like wearing the same shade of green that we're putting behind you. <laughs> that, I didn't think about that. Uh, in hindsight, that's probably really brilliant of me to get out of losing. <laughs> that doesn't work. Um, but the question was, again, which MCU film was shot under the secret title of Summer of George? Eric reckons it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Philip said Avengers Age of Ultron. And Maud said Winter Soldier. Summer of George. Oh, Winter yeah, yeah. Soldier. Oh, but it yeah. wasn't at all, guys. It was Spider-Man Homecoming. None of us I are right. Spider-Man that. Homecoming. So it's going to be who... Uh, uh, Devin and uh, OP uh, Who's the closest Okay so Maude will lose uh, Philip wins Alright so if you're listening to this on a podcast And you've just heard this nonsense or stuff Right now uh, Go uh, uh, pull over and then pull up our Twitter I read uh, all these guys you, you gotta, you, Oh yeah uh, Mod did write a lot of these Oh that one's a men's only one um, That'll be exciting So you can follow us on Twitter At New Rockstars and you'll be able to see What this uh, gif is uh, but thank you guys so much for watching, Maud. What are you going to do for us? I'm a real boy now. Not quite. Pinocchio, and I'm so glad I pulled it out because I couldn't spell it and I had to apologize for the spelling of it. Has his strings attached still? <laughs> You're Pinocchio, but you have your strings attached. Yeah. It's very in sync. All right, so that's. All right, so oh you get out of the God, way. I will channel in sync. Thank you. Yeah, no strings attached. A seminal album from the uh, preeminent boy band uh, from flex, the early okay. 2000s. In sync. <laughs> Uh, not a weird flex, a very proud flex. I want to thank our host, uh, Maud Garrett at Maud Garrett. Uh, she's doing this tonight. You're probably gonna start a fight. Uh, Philip Molina is me at FEMO. There you go. Uh, uh, and Eric Voss at EA Voss. You can follow all of us on there. Hey, go check out my Instagram. I'm trying to be forced to use it. Uh, it's Philip Molina. A reminder that you can watch this on uh, YouTube, but you can listen to it in audio form anywhere you get podcasts. Please do it on Himalaya. Uh, the video is youtube.com slash new rockstars. Uh, and then you can also, by the way, leave comments on the Himalaya app. As you can see, they could end up in the lightning round. Eric, what are you doing? I also have <laughs> strings. Get that Eric out of the way. You won't find yeah. any strings on me. All right. Uh, this just always devolves into nonsense, but uh, that's uh, that's our show. Uh, give it a like, give it a share, give it a, a subscribe, uh, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. Oh, man, that dang soundboard. <laughs> <laughs>